Okay, we're learning Daf Yud Dalid. <coughs> we're starting from the bottom of Yud Kimel Amid Beis, uh, 10, 15 lines up, with the Gemara on the third wide line. The Gemara says, Tanan Hasam. We're going to start with the Mishnah in Megillah, and we're going to come back to Yuvam. So the Mishnah in Megillah says, Megillah Nikris Ba'achah, Sarb Shlema, Sarb Shlosha, Sarb Avav, Sarb Chamisha Asar. And one can read the Megillah and be Yodze on the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, or 15th, for full Yoser, never earlier than the 11th or later than the 15th. So we learned, when we learned Megillah, we know all about this. The idea is that really the 14th is for the, the open cities, the 15th is for the walled cities, but the 11th, 12th, and 13th are, are given as early days for the villages to read it. If you live in a village, sometimes it's hard to get a minion. They weren't able to do that. So the Chazal said that if the Monday or Thursday before Purim, on the 11th, 12th, or 13th, they're able to do it because on, Monday, uh, on, on those Monday and Thursdays, they would gather together, presumably in the big cities, and they would be able to gather together and read the Megillah and read the Megillah early, and that was the leniency. At one point, it says in Masachas Megillah that part of the leniency was is that they used to always give food to the villagers, always were providing food to the big cities. That, that was part of the reason why the rabbis were lenient on them, that they were able to read the Megillah early. Okay, so bottom line is we have the idea that the people in the small villages can read the Megillah early. Isn't there halacha of los sisko to do? So if you look in the pasuk of los sisko to do, the simple pshat is, is that it means that um, you shouldn't, when you're grieving for a dead person, you shouldn't make a wound on yourself. That was like the ways of the, of the MRIs. The MRIs used to inflict wounds on themselves. But we see a drasha, the los sisko to do, the word like, can also be related to the word aguda, which means a group. The Torah is saying, do not form different groups. Losasvagudas means don't have different groups of people practicing different types of halach. And the, what's the reason for this din of do that you shouldn't have different people different, doing different things? So there's a big machlokas harishonah. The Rabbam says that the reason for losasvagudu is because it causes fights. So you have different factions, different groups of clients for all practicing halacha differently. Other Rishonim, Rashi says here, that the point is because it's going to look like two different Torahs. It looks like, you know, it's as if like Chas Vishalom, there's two different, you know, rule books for different types of Jews, which is a big problem. Rashi, Dibar Maslo, Saswa, Kudus, Agus, Dinir, Kinogan, based Torahs. So that's the problem. There should be an Itzer, Vlosasu, Agudus, Agudus. We're going to have some people reading on the 15th, some people reading on the 14th, other people reading on the 11th, 12th, and 13th. That sounds off. The Gemara is introducing how could we have the Megillah read at different times? Which means it's of losasuagudis which means that we can't have different factions of Klai Yisrael uh, practicing halacha differently. So the Gemara says, well, is there really such a din? Maybe it's just the meaning of the pasuk. It's the simple pshat in the pasuk. So when you're grieving for a dead person, you shouldn't make a wound upon yourself. How do I know that it's osering, having different groups doing different things? Says the Gemara and Kain Limekar losigodidu. There's an extra tough. I could have just said, Lo sago, don't make the wound. My lo sisko to do with an extra tough. The Pasuk is also coming to tell us this din that you're not allowed to make different groups. So maybe it's only coming to tell us don't make different groups. So Kali started having different halacha. How do you know it also has the dual meaning that it also means don't inflict a wound over a mace? And Kayin Limakra, Lo sagudu. My lo sisko to do. So with the Dalaj, I mean, not the we learn both laws. So it's a fascinating thing. You ever see such a thing in a Pasuk, right? It's one word, Cisco to do. What does it mean, right? It's two separate, completely two separate meanings that have no connection whatsoever, seemingly, right? One is a din, not to have different groups of halacha practicing differently. One is a din, you're not allowed to grieve over a mace by inflicting a wound. 
completely different halachas, not unrelated to each other completely. But those are the two dinim of losis go to do. The famous idea from the Rishonim is that the beginning words of the Pasuk say, we are Hashem's children. So as princes, princes don't do two things. First of all, princes never grieve openly by putting like wounds in their body. Mutilation, like that's against what a prince would do. He doesn't treat his body on a high level. And second of all, the prince is very sensitive. Everybody's looking at them like, are they a reflection of the, of the king? So they all have to be together. Unity is very important for the prince. So the two things is that in the Torah, we want to make sure that we're all practicing the Torah correctly in the same way, not differently. And the second thing is that we don't, we don't inflict wounds. Now, what does Los Eskodim mean? What if I disagree with you? What should we do? Right? And I'll have different groups of Allah practicing differently, but what do we do if we, diff- if we disagree? So presumably that's what it means. They all, everyone has to come to some sort of halacha compromise or come to a chumrah that everybody would agree to. But you can't have different groups practicing different things. So that's the Kumar's question. How can the Megillah be read on the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th with different people doing different things? So now the Gemara says, this was the question again that Rishlakash asked Rabbi Yechanan, right? So now Rabbi Yechanan responds, Amalei, Rabbi Yechanan says, Akan lo Shanisa, didn't you ever learn the Mishnah Psachim? Magum Shinagalasas Malacha Ba'avi Psachim Achatzos Osin. In a place where the Minog is, the custom is to do Malacha on Arab Pesach and Tilchatzos, you could do Malacha there. Magum Shinagalasas Osin, Osin. Other places have a Minog not to do Malacha on Arab Pesach, and you're not allowed to do Malacha. So what do we see? We see that certain places have a minute not to do malacha and certain places have a minute to do malacha. So I don't understand something. Don't we see that that's Losis go to do? If you're asking me on the Mishnah in Megillah, why didn't you ask me on the Mishnah in Psachim? Psachim is before Megillah, right? So when you learn Psachim, you should have asked me that question. Now what's fascinating is he's not responding to the question, right? Rabbi Yochanan answering the question, not answering the question. He's saying to Rish Lakish, if you ask me from over there, you should have asked me from over there. But what's the answer? And he doesn't say so we'll come maybe at the end, come back to it. It's a fascinating thing. That Rabbi Yochanan dismisses the question without answering. He doesn't give an answer. So Amalei, Rabbi Shlach justifies why he only asked the question from Megillah. I'm talking about you saying as a din, like a inisura, meaning you can only be Yotze now and then you cannot be Yotze otherwise. It's a din in the Megillah itself that there's different zmanim. There's a law, you read the Megillah then, right? A villager reads it on this day, and the big city reads it on this day, and the big city, right? There's different, there are different dinim that the Torah is saying. It's a din iser. Rashi explains. Rashi now veers away from the 11th, 12th, and 13th. It's more about the 14th and 15th. 14th and 15th, they can't read it. If I'm from the walled city, if I'm in the walled city, I can't read it on the 14th, and vice versa. And maybe that's really what the Gemara is bothered by. The 11th, 12th, and 13th, they also really could read it on the 14th. It's more a leniency they could read it early. But for the 14th and 15th, it's like a din. You have to read it on your right day. Whereas over there, you're bringing me from a case of where it's a minog, meaning Los Eskodim doesn't apply to minogim. It doesn't apply to a custom. It only applies where? To a law. Now, what's the vart that Los Eskodim doesn't apply to minogim? So what's the reason for Los Eskodim? If you go like Rashi, it's very gishmak. The point is, it shouldn't appear like two Torahs. So if I'm talking about a law that appears in the Torah, I'm talking about a din, a law that has to be, so you can't have people practicing differently. But by a custom, by definition, a custom is it's, 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 it's discretionary. It's up to the local people. That's what a custom is. So therefore, that's why there would be a svar not to have Lysus Kodu. If you go like the Rambam, Lysus Kodu is not to cause fighting. It's very schwer. How do you understand what's the difference between America? If, if anything, people fight more over Minhagim. What's epic is that if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam Zaka doesn't bring that halacha. The Rambam Paskins that there's Lysus Kodu on Minhagim as well. Maganavam already is Madgish Bas, but the Rambam doesn't seem to acknowledge what the point of the Kamara is saying. Which skins. If the reason is that there shouldn't be a fight, then there shouldn't make a difference if it's a Machlaikis or not. But the Gemara seems to be saying otherwise. The Gemara seems to be saying there's no Losa Skodu by Minhagim. 
For acting more wholesome, not be too about the case of Arab Pesach. It's not forbidden. But in regard to working the night before Pesach, before even, not Arab Pesach, but the night before, it says, So clearly we see it's Asr Mutter. So it seems that it's more than Minhak. It became a real din. So if it's a real din, then it should be Los Disclosure. The reason why it's not a problem is because if somebody's not working, it's not Lois's go do. Because you know what people are going to say? He just doesn't have a job. So in other words, people aren't going to say if he's not working, it's because of a religious din that he's not doing it. People are going to say that the reason he's not working is he doesn't have a job. So it's not Lois's go do. Lois's go do is all about the way that it's perceived. It's all about the way appearance. What would somebody who sees this say? Is he going to conclude that there's two Toros? Or is he going to make fighting? Or is he going to say the reason the guy's not working is because he doesn't have a job? And if the reason he's going to, people are going to say they're not working is just because there's not a job, then there's not a problem. Okay, very gishmak. So now we settled this whole Lois's go do issue. Megillah, we didn't really answer, but Akhopanim, it was discussed, brought up, asked, and, 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 and defended on some level. Now, Rabbi Yochanan wants to know, what about our Mishnah? Why don't you ask me over here? What happened? Misham is matter the Tsaros. Tsaros Erebos Mutter. Basil says, Tsaros Erebos Asr. Isn't that Lysis Kodidu? Some people call it Bishami, some people call it Basil. Why isn't that Lysis Kodidu? Right? Some people are going to have Tsaros Erebos doing Gibbam, other people would say she can't. That's Lysis Kodidu. And basically, what Rabbi Yochanan is asking Rabbi Shalakish, why didn't you ask me from here? So the Gemara says a really bold thing. That you think Beishamai acted on their opinion. And the Gemara is saying that practically, in practice, Beishamai didn't do it. The Gemara will tell us why. But the Gemara is suggesting that even though Beishamai held that a Tsaras Arab can be Yibam, but they didn't actually do that. And it's actually like a broad idea that whenever Beishamai has an opinion, if Basil didn't agree, then in practice they didn't observe that way. We'll see why. But since in practice they didn't do it, then there was no losses go. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan Omar also also. So why did Rabbi Yochanan challenge Rish Lakish from this? Because he yelled that Bishamai did act in accordance to their own opinion. So we have a pretty interesting machlokas here. When you have, when you have a din between Bishamai and Basil that's subject to dispute, according to Rabbi Yochanan, Bishamai did do in accordance to their opinion, and Rish Lakish held they did not. And the Gemara says that other people argued about this point as well. Pulled to Rabbi Shmuel. It's the same dispute, Rabbi Shmuel. The Rabbi Meloas of Bishamai, Rabbi says Bishamai did not implement their opinions. Ushmuel Omar also Ushmuel says they did. Says the Gemara Amos, what point in history is this dispute? If it's before the Baskal. In other words, what happened was, the Gemara Erevin says that a, a heavenly voice came out and said, even though both opinions have validity, but in practice we should go like Basil. There was a heavenly voice that emerged that told the world to do it in practice like Basil, in general, by all disputes, Basham and Basil. So if it's we're talking about before the Baskal, my why would anyone say Loasu? I mean, why not? Right? It's a, it, 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 how, how, why wouldn't they do in their, like their opinion? And you can't tell me Losis go to do, because why, didn't, why is Beishamai doing like Basil? Maybe Basil should do like Beishamai, right? So it has to be there's something more fundamental. Why Beishamai wouldn't do like their opinions? So if it's before the Bosco, why would anybody say Beishamai didn't do like their opinions? After the, after the Bosco came out and said to do like Basil, then why would anyone say that they still did like their opinions? If God told you not to do it, then why would you do it? So the Gemara explains. We could understand it in two different ways. Either you could understand the dispute was before the Baskal, or possibly the dispute was after the Baskal. The dispute could be before Maybe Basil was the majority, which was the case. And since Basil was the majority, so maybe even before the Baskal came out, there was compelling for Beishamai to do like Basil. I mean, Basil said their opinion. And maybe there was a Losis Code to do issue, maybe even without that. But I'll call him if the majority thought one way, then that would compel the minority to do like the majority. Or Lamad Namar Loasu, if you go like the opinion 
my opinion that that said that Beishamah didn't do a Beisol. Beisol was the majority, so therefore, it made the majority Achrav Malatos to go go based upon um, based upon the majority. Okay. By the way, what would it mean over here? Beitzar's Arab doesn't do Yibam, right? So if you would go like the majority, would that mean she walks away scot free according to Beishamah, or maybe it just means Beishamah wouldn't let her do Yibam? He would require her to do chalitza. In other words, Bishamai will accept Basil's opinion in a stringency, but not as a leniency. Basil is going to say she doesn't even need chalitza, she can walk away free. Bishamai would have said she could do Yibam, but since Basil is the rove, he'll say maybe she should do chalitza and not Yibam. Or no, does Asu mean even leniently? If, if law if law is Bishamai could does that mean he follows Basil's opinion even leniently? That's an interesting thing. It's a machlokas we showed him as we go forward. But, anyways, you know what Beishamah did like their opinion even though they were the minority is because they were smarter even though you, there was a majority but it's not an equal playing field Beishamah has much sharper students so if Beishamah has sharper students then they don't go after the majority so it's like a minority in number, in number but a majority in, in brain power interesting uh, point okay that's one approach. So the Machlokas of Asu Elohus, who was before the Baskel, Basilo is the majority, but Bishamai is smarter. Or it could be that the dispute was after the Baskel. The opinion that Bishamai does not do in his opinion is an Afkel Baskel. I mean, the Baskel instructed them to do like Basilo. We could be going like Bishua. Bishua says, Halacha is not impacted by the Baskel. You might remember the famous story in Babamsiya, the Baskel coming out, Paschal, Mishim, Blazar, and the Rabbi Yeshua said that we don't care about what the Baskel said. But the Baskel said we to do like Rabbi Eliezer. We don't care. We make a difference. Baskel, lo he said. The Torah is not in heaven. So uh, even if the Baskel emerged and said to do like Basil, maybe we don't go like that. Says the Gemara. Okay, so now let's go back to our question. We have my Bishamai saying Tara Serva is Mutter. Basil saying Osir. So we have a question. It should be Losis go to do. So if you go Loa, so Bishamai to the Vrayam, everything's great. Bishamai didn't implement their opinions. But Madam are also Karim Losis go Losis What's Takab Shat? If they did like their opinions, then it should have been Losis go to do. How could you have such a system? So Amar Abai, now we get some sadistic answers. Amar Abai, where do we say Losis go to It's only two courts in the same city. And if some the judges in one quarter are like Bishama and the judges in the other quarter are like Basil, that's a problem because it's the same city. If it's in two different cities, one quarter is like Bishama and one quarter is like Basil, less than but we don't have a problem. What's the Pshat? The Pshat could be, this is an interesting type of Svara, is that it only appears like two Toros when it's together. Together, there are still different groups. So in one town, it's expected that you know the town will have a psak. There will be, this is what we do here. In two different towns, it's that we don't object. That could be the posh of We haven't answered our question. Such an obvious question. It's hard to know what Abayah was thinking. Well, Beisham and Basil are in the same city. It's not like Beisham and Basil are in different cities. They're in the same city. So Beisham and Basil are in the same city. One quarter saying to do like Beisham, one quarter to do Tzaras Erva, to do Yibam. One quarter saying Tzaras Erva shouldn't do Yibam. So in the same city, you have different halacha. So that's a pretty obvious question. So Rava tweaks it a little bit. It's only within the same court. Within the same court, it's an objection where part of the court rules like Bishami, part of the court rules like Basil. In the same court of law, you have to come to a conclusion. In the same like decision-making in halacha, if it's one court, one yeshiva, whatever it is, one place has to have a clear psaq. If it's a separate court, even if it's in the same town, 
But if you have different people going like one court and one different people going like another court, that's fine. Leslie and Bob, we don't object. Mar is saying a really hard point. Leslie's code is only within the same court of law. But if it's basic, if there's two separate courts, that's allowed. And the Rishonim explained here a deep point. What is called to do? Is that right? We're saying it appears like two Torahs or that you're going to cause fighting. But we know there's different ways of looking at things, right? We're not oblivious to that. We're human beings. We're going to look at things differently. So the problem is that within one court of law, there's an expectation that the judges should come to a conclusion. The judges can't leave it. That the Psaq of our basin are, you know, Beryl and Shmerel, the judge say like this, and the other one says like that. The court is mukhliyiv to come to a clear Psaq. And the court has to say, this is the way we pass but if there are different courts of law, there are different courts of law. And that's the nature of Torah. And now, he'll have different people following different courts. That's okay. There's this court and there's that court. The expectation is only within the same court of law. That's what it seems like the Gemara is coming out with. Is when the Nerika based Torah is only within the same court of law. So one court goes to Beishama, one court goes to Beisol. I, in the same city, you're going to have now some people Torah are ever doing one way, some people Torah are ever doing another way. It seems like from the Gemara that's, not, that's okay. It's not about the fact that in the same city people are doing it. It's about the court of law coming to the Psaq. It also seems very interesting in the Gemara that Los Eskod, and this is the famous Shiloh, Nachronim, is it a of more on the Paiskim or on the people? Meaning it comes out from the Gemara, you could think, that it's very much more about the, the method of psak more so than the practice on a practical level. It's not about the fact that, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, have Sarah Sarah doing Yibam and you're not. It's about the Paiski. It's about the courts who are deciding the law that they all have to come to one joint ruling. But if I have one court doing one way and court doing another way, we don't have a problem. That's what it would seem like here from the Gemara. Now, at any rate, that's the end of the Gemara. But now we have to think about what did we do with Megillah? And we had a question. What's with Megillah? 14th, 15th. How, did, how does this work? So if you go 14th and 15th, we can say those are different cities, right? 14th and 15th are different cities. But what about the 11th, 12th, and 13th? So if you say that, it's only, that those are, the Gemara fell away from the question, why? Because that's not a din. The 11th, 12th, and 13th could read on the 14th also. Or that's not a din. Then maybe we would just dismiss the question. But Tosos, that's maybe Rashi's mashma. Tosos is very bothered by the question. Tosos suggests, you know something very novel? When you're learning Megillah, you never knew this, Tosos. But Tosos here says, you know what the villagers read? What did the villagers read? Everybody assumes they read in the big city on Monday and Thursday when they came and they got the minion. Taisva said they read in the village. It was just that on Monday and Thursday, that was the only day that they had minion scheduled and down. Minion was only on Monday and Thursday. That's what Taisva said. So they read in the village. There was no lotus code. Other Yishon vehemently disagree. And they say, Vada, they read in the village. And they read in the big city. They read in the big city, it should be Los Eskodim, because then in the same city, you have people doing different things. So the Yishon say different svaras. One svar is it doesn't cause fighting. It's behind. Because it's not about a different psak. It's just, if you are from the village, you do like this. If you're from the big city, you do like that. If you'd be from a village, you would also read early. It's not a different psak. It's not shy. We're practicing the Torah differently. You just have, there's a law. Someone from a village does like this. Someone from a big city does like that. It's not like here where there's a dispute, you know, should I be matur Torah server or not? Here, it's a question, just this is the law. The law is, the villagers read that, and then the big cities read that. And the nature of that is that there's no losses. Very interesting svara that the Rishonim give. Says the Gemara Tashima, Bengomish Rebbe Lezer, Karsumazim, Lassus, Bahaman, Bashabas, Lassus, Barzo, and Rebbe Lezer's place, they would go and, and they would use the, 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 they would make trees, knock them down to make charcoal, to make iron for a bris milah on Chavez. For a bris milah, they had to make a knife, and they would go make the knife on Chavez, and they would go, mamish, like, make it from scratch on, 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 on Chavez. This is Rebbe Lezer's opinion that even Hechshur mitzvah is Docha Chavez. So he not only is cutting the baby itself, cutting off the skin, Docha Chavez, even preparing the knife which not everybody else agrees to. And other opinion holds that no, only the actual meal is doche. Rabbi Yosef Agli's location, they would eat the meat 
of a bird with milk. He held it's not a problem to eat bird meat with milk. In both locations, we can make an inference. It's only in Rabbi Leza's location, not Rabbi Akiva's location. Don Klaal, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. Hechshar mitzvah is not docha Shabbos. Kol malach al Shabbos, also from Shabbos. Any malach that you could have done before Shabbos, like making the knife, ain't docha Shabbos, that doesn't override Shabbos. So what do we see? We see that one section of the people in Rabbi Leza's place, in his location, they, they, they were being docha Shabbos to make the knife, in Rabbi Akiva's location, they didn't. So isn't that Lozis code to do, to have different Jews doing different things? Certain Jews are being docha Shabbos to make a meal and knife, other Jews are not. So the Gemara says, that's not a question. We just said, I'm ITF, what kind of question is that? Mekomos, Mekomos, shiny. Different places are different. We just said that. We said that it's only a problem, the expectation in the same city. Here it's different places. What Bechlau is the question? So the Gemara says, such a good point. That's Kairila, Mike Arila. Why don't we even ask the question, what was he intending to ask? We just said one second ago that there's no Lozis Godu in different locations. The Gemara says, Since Shabbos is so stringent, right? We know Shabbos prohibitions are very severe. So maybe even different locations are treated as if they're one place. What does that mean to treat it as if one, one place? In other words, you know, it's like, we should be extra sensitive to Lozis Godu. Extra sensitive to even like, hypersensitive to even to like the smallest, you know, perception that maybe someone in that town would find out because of Chomer de Shabbos. Come on, that we don't say that and there's no Lozis Godu to do, even by Shabbos, in different locations. Says the Gemara, law of Levi. When Rebbe Vo went to Rebbe Shulman Levi's town of Mtazel Sharga, he would move a lamp on Shabbos. So we're talking about moving a lamp, not while it's lit, a lamp after it's out. And the question is, is that Muksa? If you highlight a lamp and then it goes out at some point in Shabbos, it's a Muksa. So it's the Machlokas, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Machlokas is, how do we pass it? So why we Rabbi Yehuda and Levi, he wouldn't move the lamp. He looked after Rabbi Yehuda when he went to Rabbi Yehuda. He didn't move it. So what do we see? It seems like by Rabbi Yehuda and Levi, where he lived, people, people, people moved lamps in Rabbi Yehuda's location. They didn't. So isn't that Losa's code to do? So Mar says, my kash, we just said different locations are different. So the Gemara clarifies the question. You're right. We didn't mean to ask Losis Kodu. We meant to ask something else. Anan Hachi Karmina. What's Pshadon Rabbavoh's like Hanhaga? When he's by Rabbi Shuvah and Levi, he moves the lamp. When he's by Rabbi Yochan, he doesn't. It just seems strange. What does he hold? Is he hold its Moksar or not? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Vog, Rabbi Shuvah and Levi, really, like Rabbi Shuvah and Levi, that is Motor to move the lamp. He just stopped doing it out of respect for Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. So meaning to say, it wasn't that he didn't, he, he, he practiced himself a different halacha, depending where he was, it's just that he always held it was mutter, just he refrained from doing it in front of Rabbi Yochanan out of respect for Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. What about his attendant? Meaning his attendant is always with Rabbi Vo, so maybe he's going to move it by Rabbi Yochanan, right? So the Gemara says, he informed his attendant, don't do it in front of Rabbi Yochanan either. All right, back to Bisham and Bizil. Tashima. What did the Mishnah say? Even though Beishamai is Matur Tzara Sarava to, to do Yibam and Beisil Aser still they didn't refrain from marrying between themselves. If Beishamai never implemented their opinions that now makes sense why Beishamai and Beisil didn't refrain from marrying each other's families because Beishamai never actually implemented their opinions. Also, if Bishama did do it according to their opinions of Milo Nimnu, then why don't Bishama and Bisil not refrain from intermarrying? There should be issues that will come up between them. So the Gemara now speaks out his question. It's understandable why Bishama didn't have to refrain from marrying women of Bisil's family, because according to Bisil's family, the Tsaras Erevar is not going to do Yibam. She's going to go out without, without doing any chalitza or anything and just go out and marry somebody else. So according to Bishama, that's doing a lav. Why is that doing a lav? Because of Yavam Lashuk. 
of Yavama who needs Yibam, it's a lav. It's a plain, ordinary love if they marry out without Yibam or Chalitza. So, but that's not a problem to be Shammai. Why? Because the children that come out, B'nei Chayvei Lavin in it. They're just the children of someone who was over in Chayvei Lavin. Children of people over in Chayvei Lavin are kosher. That's not Mamzeris. Mamzeris only comes from Chayvei Krizis. So the children of Chayvei Lavin is not a problem. So we can understand what Rabbi Shammai is not concerned for Beis Hillel's, Tzaras, Erevas, who are going out and marrying Lashuk without Yibam Bechalitza. Because that's only a children who are, are of a plain Chayvei Lavin. But the other way around, Beis Hillel, Beis Shammai, Malonimnu, Beis Hillel can't marry children from Beis Shammai because if the Tzaras, Erevas does Yibam, that's, a, that's, a, that's Mamzerim, because that's Eshazach. It's going to be Mamzerim. So how is Beis Hillel going to take a shidduch from the family of Beis Shammai? Maybe Basil holds that a mamzer is not created from a chayvei krisis. Maybe a chayvei krisis only comes from such a severe type of forbidden relationship where there's a chi of misa, but not from Asia Zach, where there's only kares. But that's not true. Even though they disagreed about saras everybody agrees that a mamzer, it comes from someone who's an iser erva of anish kares. So we see the issue here is whether saras erva is mutter or but Basil agrees there would be an erva then from Beishamai's things. So how could Beishamai marry children from Beishamai? Elamai, Beishamai didn't implement their view. Says the Gemara, Lavshami no lo asu. Don't I see that Beishamai did not implement their view? So the Gemara says, lo, lo olam asu. They did do their view. They would inform Beis Hillel about the children, whether or not she was a Mamzeris, and Beis Hillel would then not distance themselves. Meaning a fascinating thing. They would keep a ledger, they would keep an account, a record of every child born, and they would mark, by the way, asterisk, this child is a Mamzer in Beis Hillel's view, and this girl cannot marry somebody from Beis Hillel's family. Unbelievable idea. Respect for the other opinion. Says the Gemara Machanami Mustafa, it's a reasonable thing to say that, that they would keep a ledger and then and for them, because what about the end of the mission? Tani say, what did the mission say? In regards to Toma and Tahar, right? Some people say Tame, some people say Tahar. They would prepare foods on Kalim that belonged to the other one. They were borrowing utensils. So even though they disagreed if a Kli is Tame or Tame, they would lend utensils to each other. So top of Amit Beis, if you say, again, assuming if Beishama is also Kedivrei, that Beishama implemented their views, as it's going to work. It must be. If it's understandable, if you say, that Beishamai would keep a, you know, a, an account of it and tell Beishel, that's why they didn't have to refrain. If they didn't inform each other, how is this going to work? So the Gemara speaks out. It's understandable. Beishamai didn't refrain from buying from Beishel. Because some things that are tummy to Beishel are tummy, things that are tummy to Beishel might be tar to Beishamai. Why did Beisil not refrain from bowing things for Beishamai? Taharis to Beishamai. Things that are tar in Beishamai, the Beisil to Beisil, you know, could be Tamay to Beisil. Now it's interesting. The Gemara seems to be assuming that like Beisil is more machmer in the laws of Tumah. Tosis doesn't like the gear, so maybe the gear should be switched. But that's what it seems like. That it seems like in the laws of Tumah, at least there are a few cases where Beisil is more stringent. Maybe that doesn't stem. But bottom line is, the Gemara is saying at least one way, something's going to be off here. Whenever the, per- whenever the person who thinks Tame is borrowing from a person who thinks Tar, why isn't he concerned that the Kli that he's borrowing is Tame? The Madulu must be that even the opinion who thinks Tar would make an asterisk and mark that this is a Kli that in their colleague's opinion is Tame. So Shmamina, we see from here that that's what they would do. Says the what's the advantage of this case over that case? Meaning we had two things, lending, lending utensils and intermarrying. In both cases, you could either say Beishamai didn't do like their view, or you could say they did like their view, and then just they would inform their colleagues. So why did we bring a proof more from the Tumma thing? Like, that was like more compelling. Why is that a bigger proof? You would say in the case of Sarasava, you didn't have to make a, 
keep a, keep a record because you would say it's widely known. Like a Tsarist Erva is like a wild story, right? Everybody in, here, in town hears about the Yivam story and that there was a Tsarist Erva. Everybody knows about that girl and that family, right? But here, does everybody know if the pot became Tamil? Not. It's a small thing in your house. Nobody knows. So there, they'd have to inform. But by, by Tsarist Erva, maybe you, they don't have to inform. Kamash Malan, then know that they did share the information by Tsarist Erva as well. All right, so bottom line is we do not have a proof one way or the other if Beishamah is also good. Either they did do like their, their opinion, just they would inform Beishamah, or the opposite, they just didn't do like their opinion at all. Says the Gemara Gufa, what did we learn before? We learned, even though they disagreed about the status of the co-wife, everybody agrees, Mamzer is a descent only from a partnership that has a shame erva where there's a kares penalty. So even though they disagree if the co-wife is mother from Yibam, but, um, but that is one is Mater and one is Asers, but everybody's going to agree in terms of the descendants that the descendants are always only in Mamzer if it's an Anish Kar. So what does that statement mean? Man Modim, who does agree? Elam if it means Beishameh agrees with Beishel, meaning Beishameh would agree that if the co-wife of the Arab remarried without doing Chalitza, which is Asr and Beishameh and Mutter and Beishel, Beishameh is going to agree that the children are not Mamzer. Pshita, that's obvious. Why? Because it's only a lav. Right? If the co-wife would go marry somebody random without doing Yubim or Chalitza, according to Bishamai, that's just, well, that's Yuvam al-Ashuk, that's a plain lab. According to Bishol, it's mutter. So maybe the statement is coming to say that Bishamai would agree that the kid of that, of that girl is not a monster. That's obvious, but it's just a plain lab. Everybody knows that a child of a plain lab is not a monster. Maybe, maybe Rebbe means that Bishol agrees with Bishamai, meaning Bishol agrees that the co-wife of an Arabah does Yubim, which Beisilo doesn't allow, the children are not Mamzer. But that can't be, because that is Chai Vekrisis. He gufa Chai Vekrisis, and that is Chai Vekrisis. So we don't understand the statement. Beisham and Beisilo disagree about the status of Tsaris Erva. There's two nafkaminas. If the Tsaris Erva does Yibum, or if the Tsaris Erva does and marries somebody Lashok. So the statement that Rebbe Lazar was, everybody agrees that Kares is only from, from everybody agrees Mamzeris will only be from a Chai Vekaris. What's the meaning of the statement? Is the meaning of the statement Beishamai agrees that the, 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 if the Tsarist ever married the Shulka, the kid's not a Mamzer? That's obvious. If the meaning of the statement is that Basil agrees that if the Tsarist ever does Yibam, the kid's not a Mamzer? That's not true. It's a Chayv Kari, so it should be a Mamzer. So what is the meaning of the statement? So the Gemara says, all in Beishamai the Basil, it means Beishamai would agree to Basil. Meaning, if the girl went off without Chalitza and married the Shulka, the kid is not a Mamzer. Why is that a novelty? We have to remember there's one opinion that there is Mamzer from Chayv Lavin. There's one opinion that a mamzer is created from the union of a plain lav, Rabbi Akiva's position. According to Rabbi Akiva, if Yavam Shuk has a child, it would be a mamzer. So to, we're coming to exclude Rabbi Akiva's position. Don't think Beishamai would say that the child of Yavam Shuk is a mamzer. No, he doesn't hold like Rabbi Akiva. Everybody, Beishamai and Basil, both agree in mamzer mechavi lav. Says the Gemara Gufa. Now that we clear that up, now we try to bring again more proofs. We're trying to figure out if Beishamai implemented their view or not. Had many Saros is the case of co-wives that we just mentioned. I'm not going to go through all these cases because they're not by us. They're they're out there in Shas about marriages. The case of the sisters, but get in the case of the old get, the case of the woman who has a suffix if she's an Ashish, the case of a man who divorced his wife and then they, she was secluded with him, right? She has a private night in a hotel. The case of the Machlokas, whether or not the minimum amount of money to be, for betrothal is a pruta or a dinner. Even though there are all these disputes 
about marriage, the Brisa says, nonetheless, there was always marriage between the two families. What does this come to show you? The Brisa shows us how beautiful this is. That there was affection, the love, love, truth, and peace. Sometimes peace and love can meet up. Usually they don't, right? But here, peace, peace and truth meet up. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon continues, we'll see again how this, how, what this has to do with us. Rabbi Shimon says, They refrained only from marrying women who were certain Isser, but they didn't refrain from the women of questionable Isser. So what's the Pashup shot? The Pashup shot is Rabbi Shimon saying like this. If it was, let's say, just like talk about Saras Ereva, you know? If it was a definite Saras Ereva or something like that who did Yibam, and everybody, it was for sure that was the case, so then that, that child would be a definite Mamzer, according to Beisol, and Beisol would not marry that child. But if it was only a suffix, a suffix to begin with, then they would, like something like that. If it would only be a suffix, then if it was only a possible erva, then it would be, uh, uh, it would be allowed, which is an interesting thing. Why? Because you don't know for sure that it ever happened, so there's room to be lenient. All right. Now, the Gemara is just going to pick up right on the statement of Reb Shimon. What's Reb Shimon talking about? We're talking about a machlokes b'sham Beisol. We're trying to figure out if they if they would still marry each other's children. Reb Shimon saying that if they knew it was, it was a child that was the child, a son of something wrong, then they wouldn't. They would not marry. There actually was a sense of where they would refrain and hold back. But they wouldn't refrain if it was a suffix. So what do I see clearly? That Peshama implemented their view. It's understandable if you say that Peshama implemented, implemented their view, Basil would refrain if they knew that it was wrong. If Peshama never did like their view, I'm like, why would Basil refrain? Again, we have two ways of understanding how they ever married each other. Either Beishamai never did like their view, or Beishamai did like their view and they would inform Beishil, right? That's what we said before. Now we're seeing in the Braisa, Reb Shimon saying that Beishil wouldn't refrain if they knew it's wrong, but if it was only a question if this girl was ever an Isser, then they wouldn't hold back. So clearly we see like the approach that Beishamai is implementing their view, just they're hopefully informing Basil, and Reb Shimon is telling you if Basil knows it's wrong, he would stop. If Basil doesn't know to begin with, he wouldn't refrain. So clearly, we see like the view that Beishamai does implement their view. That's the proof of the Gemara. Says the Gemara about Tizbra. You think you have the right explanation over here? Even if they are doing, even if Beishamai did like their opinion, like you're trying to say, but it's understandable why Basil would refrain from Beishamai. That makes sense. The Chavi Krisis because the child of a tsaras erva who did yibum is a child of someone who did kares, and that's a mamzer, mamzer in the basil. But the other way around, El why would Bishama ever refrain from marrying someone from Basil? All that would happen at worst is that it's a child of Yavam Alashok, which is a lav, and Yechai Velav, So what we're saying is, is something here in the price is off, because it says they refrain from marrying one another if it was a vada. If if there's never any reason why Beishamai should refrain from marrying the children of Basil, Basil to refrain from Beishamai makes sense because maybe the Tsarist ever did Yibum and then the child is a mom. But Beishamai to refrain from marrying the daughter of Basil doesn't make sense. At worst, the Tsarist ever is Yavamalashuk, and now the child is a child, the union of a Chavi Lavin. The union of a Chavi Lavin is in a mom. So Stam, something is off here in the Brisa because it says that they would refrain both ways. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. That's not such a good question. That statement was going on its co-wife herself. Meaning the co-wife herself. If Beishamai knew, not the child of the, co- of the co-wife who married somebody, but the co-wife herself. If Beishamai knew this girl is a Tsarist Erva, 
she, they would not marry her because you'd be doing a lot. That's what it means. It doesn't mean if the Tsarist ever went unmarried and now she has a child, is the child kosher or not? Yeah, 100% the child's kosher. There's no Isra to marry the child. But if you knew this girl is a Tsar herself, she is a Tsarist Ereva, then you have an Isra to marry. So that's what we mean. That Bishamay would refrain from marrying the Tsarist Ereva herself. All right. So we got the answer. Now we understand what exactly it would mean. It seems like, let's just take a step back, that we've concluded, we've brought a conclusive evidence that Bishamli implemented their opinion. 100% Bishamli implemented their opinion. How do we get that proof? Because Reb Shimon is saying that they would refrain from marrying one another if they knew it was a vadai, but if it was only a suffix, there was a way to be lenient, then they, would, then they would still do it. So we see clearly the system worked, that Bishamli did their, their opinion, they implemented their opinion, just there would be hopefully lines of communication saying whether or not uh, the girl was mutter or asr. What do they do on Shabbos? Someone's asr... Oh, 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 you mean like if, if there's a law, could I do something on Shabbos yeah. or could I not? Yeah. It's very possible Lusus Code that you never came up there. Um, I mean, you mean Asu or Lo Asu? Which way? Usually you, you're asking why is it not Lusus Code to do other Machloksim or you're asking. How did they actually get married? Oh, you mean what would the couple do? What would the couple do? I see what you're saying. Got it, got it, got it. If also Beishamai could frame just Madiba, interesting. Interesting. It's not like a bin of Sardinia. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now we got this answer, but now we want to understand Reb Shimon a little bit better. So we've proven from Reb Shimon also Beishamai could frame. But now the Gemara says, Why did they refrain from marrying a girl that they knew for sure was Asr because it's Asr? You can't marry Mamser. The Gemara is saying, even if you have a suffix, if the child is a Mamser, that should also, that should also be, be, be a reason to refrain. You can't do a, marry a suffix Mamser either. So the question is, Stam, the Gemara, the Gemara Stam has a question, right? In other words, we, we've, we, we seem to accept that we brought a proof from Rabbi Shimon that Rabbi Shama implemented their view. We're not challenging that. But what we are challenging is, even, even if we see from Rabbi Shammai did like their view, just we don't understand Rabbi Shimon's statement that they would refrain only from the vale but not refrain from the suffix. It's hard to understand that. If you have a suffix, you also have to refrain. So the Gemara says, Lo suffix. It doesn't mean questionable. We changed the gears and not suffix. Of a woman was not discussed. Meaning if nothing was reported about the woman, if Beishama didn't tell Basila anything, then Basila would marry her. They would only refrain if they were told because that was the system. The modulu, mafarshi, the group, one group would inform the other group. So they would refrain if they were told and they would not refrain if they weren't told. And that's a lot of trust. If the other side didn't say anything, you know, the sheikh was suggested and nothing was said, then that they have the basil would just rely and trust. It must be that there's no issue to them. My Kamashalan, then what then is the Khidish of Rab Shimon? The Avavriya Slogans of Azad, that they treated each other with affection. Hainuratia, that's what the first part of the Bryce said. The Tanakama already said it was beautiful, they married each other. What's Rab Shimon adding? All Rab Shimon is adding is that if they weren't told anything, they would marry each other. That's that's beautiful, but that's already what the Tanakama said. It's really just one long statement from Rab Shimon. The whole Bryce was Rab Shimon's statement. So bottom line is, what do we have? We have a clear proof. We come out with the proof that Beishama implemented their view, just they would inform, they would just inform, um, they would inform Basilo if something, if something was, was, uh, was, was off, so to speak, with it. And, if, and, and the other side, if they didn't hear anything, anything was off about it, then they would, then they would marry. What are we coming out? That we, we wanted to know that there was a question of Losus Go to do here. Right? How could they have such a system? So it really comes out, we have two different approaches. If Loasu Beishama, not a question. Beishama didn't, 
acting according to their opinion, either because they were the minority or because the Basco came out. And so there was a moot point to begin with. But Lamaisa, we proved, also Bishamak and the Rambi Bishamak did implement their views. So that was the Gemara's question before why is it not Losis Code to do? And the Gemara taught us that there's no Losis Code to do in two different courts. No Losis Code in two different courts. Even if it's the same city, there's no Losis Code to do in different courts. Where else did we see this here discussed in the Gemara? So we originally, the original question was Losis Code to do on Megillah reading. The Gemara never gave us a direct answer to that question. Either maybe it was only in different cities, or maybe it was read in different places, or maybe it's Tali in Makom, it's not Tali in Halacha. Those are the different approaches, and we had a different svar thrown out along the way that there's no losus go to do by Menhagen.